Welcome to our second segment of Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching. If you recognize any of that lovely music in the beginning, that is from our friends at the Music Assembly. And you can find them on uh, on their website. Go to them. They have tons of music that you can download and get if you need it for any of your stuff. So they're at themusicassembly.com. Great guys. Thank you for letting us use your music. Yes, thank you. Today we're going to talk about actually a few things, but I remembered, so last segment, if any of you heard it, we talked a lot about what conscious coaching is and what we do and and how we started, but I noticed in it that I forgot to tell you my story. So, and that's part of how we got started, what is my story. So today we're going to bring you stories. So my story, Lauren, if you have any stories or, you know, we or discussions, we're going to talk about things of just our stories of who we are, how we got here, and uh, how it's related to conscious coaching and and what we do at Conscious Coaching. This week is all about opening up the conversation. Let's have a conversation. What's your story, people? What are your stories out there? If you have a story, go to our, you know, you can tell it on our Facebook page, send us a message, send us a link. Go to my fa- or my website, and you can send me a message there. Email Let us know us. what your yeah. Email us. Let us know what your stories are, and uh, we can start the conversation. So whether you're divorced, contemplating divorce, separated, if you're a step parent or a blended family, what your stories are there. I know there's tons to tell because I know I have tons to tell. And you know, if you're in a new relationship, if you're having any issues with your partner, your children, or even if you're having fun times and you want to and you want to relay those those stories as well. We like to hear all stories related to family. So, good or bad, fun or sad, uh, just let us in and uh, we're going to I'm going to tell you my story and how I kind of got here and uh, where hopefully that's going to lead me in the future. Yeah, and just to kind of add on that, the thing I love about Leah and conscious coaching and everything is that we all have our own stories and that, you know, it's something that needs to be talked about because as we mentioned in our previous podcast, there's not enough stories out there, not enough, you know, personal stories and things that people can relate to. So this is a good chance for us to kind of be a little bit vulnerable ourselves and let you know a little bit more about us and our backgrounds. Yeah. So, and everyone has a background. I know everyone has a story. Even if you're one, you have little stories and, you know, up to a hundred, there's everything in between. So my story, well, <laughs> where do I begin? <laughs> Once upon a time. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, <laughs> part of why I started Conscious Coaching. And I know last segment I went into more, uh, Lauren had asked me how I started, why, why I decided to open it. And I went into a lot of the legal aspect because I was a law clerk, but Another side to that was I've actually been divorced two times. So I'm on my third marriage. You know, three times is a charm, and it is a charm. (laughs) And I know most people are already, you know, have their mouths dropped at even just one divorce. But two, everyone kind of stops and is like, oh, okay. And to make it even more fun, I had two divorces by the time I was 32. (laughs) (laughs) So you definitely have stories. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I have lots of stories. And so I've been divorced. So I have been through the process two times and both times 
were, I was actually quite young. And I mean, there's a whole lot that goes with that when you're young and divorced. And, but just going through divorce, I had already had that experience. So then when I was a law clerk in family law and dealing and talking to people, I really could relate to them because I knew what it was like. And maybe my divorces weren't as bad as some others out there, but you know, when you're going through it, it's your own experience and it's your own pain. So it's not that anyone is any less painful or less traumatizing or, um, or less meaningful than another. It is what it is for you. And so I could very well empathize with a lot of, uh, the people that I was dealing with. So that also made it, and I didn't really get a lot of support. Of course, I have family family support. My friends support me, but they support you in the way that they know how, especially if none of them have ever gone through it. So, and at the time, I mean, I had no friends. My friends were just getting married, let alone divorced. So, and so nobody could really sympathize with me at all. So there was no supports out there. So you're trying to navigate everything yourself. And I certainly did that. So in when at the end of it, I was actually happy. And I was happy because I thought, okay, I made s- silly mistakes for whatever reason. And, but I've learned from these things and I actually grew from them and I got, I knew what I wanted in a relationship and I knew what I wanted in a, in a partner. And I knew what my boundaries were and what my limits were. So uh, the next time I went and had a relationship I knew when to say no, and I knew when uh, when to you know stop things or tell people what I wanted and what I liked, and I wasn't afraid to say what I didn't like because I think some of the time when you're young, you hold back a lot because you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't, or or I don't want to make waves, or or you know I just want to please him. So and you just do things, and so that's what I did. But I thought, no, nah, after that, after two divorces, you're like, forget it. <laughs> well, and I. I feel like too, from a personal standpoint, I was also divorced young and I remember thinking that everybody was judging me, everybody hated me, all these feelings. And it was kind of a relief in knowing that you really found out actually who your true friends were, your family members were, and that actually a lot of people I remember telling me back when I first was divorced that how brave I was and how proud they were of me, which is such a reaction that I did not anticipate. I mean, obviously there's other people out there that, you know, will say things and there's always gossip and talk. But at the same time, it was it was definitely a like line in the sand in terms of who was there for you and on your side and really was going to be there with you and family members and friends and kind of the people that maybe shouldn't be in your life anymore and aren't going to be supportive and positive as you need to be. Oh, yeah. And that is that is really true. So you do actually find out who your real friends are. When you're going through a hard time, and I'm sure many, many of you out there, if you've ever gone through a hard time, maybe not necessarily divorce, but any hard time, the people who are there for you, you really get to know who your friends are. And and I was actually quite surprised, and maybe you can vouch for this too, Lauren. Um, I found that I lost a lot of friends, and I was surprised at actually how many people just stopped talking. Or maybe they didn't know what to say or how to react. I don't know, but I just... I lost some people along the way, and then I actually ended up with very few friends, but I knew that they were my closest friends, the ones who are going to be there through the thick and thin, and these were my my real friends. 
So I don't know. Was it was it like f- right. for you? Yeah. No, I feel like too. Um, I my friendships that were already close, the ones that did stick by me and were there for me, they became even closer though. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. and you know what? I think that's also something with just growing up too, right? You know, when you're younger in university or whatever it is, you have all your friends, and then as you know. Life happens always. Yeah. Bad stuff always happens. And you go through ups and downs with people. And I think that it's just one of those things that, like you said, you lose a lot of friends, but maybe it was a blessing in disguise. And I've also gained a lot of friends through my new life and things like that. And so um, I totally understand what you're saying because it's not only do you feel also lonely, but then to kind of know like, oh, you know, maybe so-and-so wasn't that good of a friend after all. Yeah. That's another loss you don't think about when you're going through a tough time, divorce, whatever it is. Yeah. And that's true. But you're right. You said it, you said it perfectly that you gained a lot of friends. And I did. I gained actually new friends and different friends along the way and through the process, which was also nice. So, so that's the silver lining. So there's a lot right. of things that you feel sad about, but then, but then there's a lot of new things that happen and then you start to feel excited about. And, and that's the great part of, about coming out the other end of divorce is that you learn so much about yourself, which is the biggest thing, but then you learn so much about other people and then you gain all these new insights, new friendships that are different, uh, maybe more mature. And so, it's actually quite a nice experience. And I mean, not the divorce <laughs> itself. No, but I know what you're saying. I know right? what you're saying. Yeah. But it's a nice experience to know that you're that you've grown and you literally can look back and think, wow, like I've learned so much through this process. Right. And so that's part of why I started conscious coaching as well. The other end of that was uh so a few years later after I got divorced, I met this wonderful man <laughs> and uh and so, you know, he's going to be listening to this. So that's why. This yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. He's awesome. Amazing. The best man ever. Intelligent. Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yes, honey, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I met this wonderful man and our, our love story of how we started is really interesting, but that might be for an, another episode. Oh, okay. Cause I love that, that story. Yeah, That'll be, that'll be for our February, oh, our, yes. our month of love. That's so right. I'll tell you our love story then and how, how we met in February. Yep, so stay tuned for our February yes. month of love. Yes. Leah said. <laughs> so I met this man and he had children. And of course, I don't think any... And you have none. And I have none. I, I have no children of my own. And of course, that's never really a thought when you're, when you're a young single girl. It's never a thought that, oh, I, I'm, I'm just going to date people who have children, right? Because of course, you always think of having your own and your own family. So he had children. I thought, okay. And at first, I didn't want to date him because I thought, oh, I don't know if I can handle this. Right. That's and, a whole new uncharted territory. Yeah. And then I thought, but then he was just so great and, and we connected so well. So I thought... All right. And it was actually my best friend who said, Leah, what have you got to lose? Right. Like you're already with nobody and have no one. So what have you got to lose? Okay, <laughs> this is why we love best friends, right? Right. Just tell us how it is. That's right. And then, and she said, but something amazing can come of it and you'll never know unless you go out on a date. So I thought, all right, fine. So we went out on a date and it was great. And of course, after that, I'm like, now I'm hooked. Now I'm hooked into right. this guy. Exactly. Right. So... 
I mean, you know, of course, time goes on and we're continue dating. And then now now we're really into into each other and the thick of it. And now now we're a couple and now it's long term. And so now it's time to move in. And and oh, and I've met his kids at this point. And it wasn't until I think maybe six or seven months dating before I met his kids. Was that you or was that Jed that, you know, had that time limit? It was both of us. Okay. It was both so of us. So you both decided together yeah. when it was the best time. Yeah, because I didn't want to meet the kids until I knew this was a guy that I actually wanted to commit to. And um, he doesn't know, but I knew that from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I'll meet your kids tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I played along for of months. Course, of for course, months. of course. And <laughs> but uh, so, and he also didn't want to introduce the kids to someone until he knew he was committed to them because you don't want to traumatize the kids again by because they are, had already been through a divorce so you don't want to have them meet someone and then then that person leave too right so he was very guarded with that and I actually really appreciate that appreciated that about him because I knew he was also thinking of the best he's not only thinking of himself he was thinking of the best interests of his children of me so this all played into the great guy that he is and <laughs> <laughs> so when I finally met the kids and, and we started to grow together as a family and I moved in and, and then we became a family, well, then I was an instant stepmom and I didn't know anything about that world. I didn't know what to expect. Had you like had any family members or close friends that were step parents or any sort of guidance at all? None. none. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there was nothing out there. No, I had no support network for it at all. And, and so... But, you know, at first, because I was so, everything is just so wonderful in the beginning. It's like the honeymoon stage. Just like every dating period has the honeymoon stage. Well, this was the honeymoon stage, and and everything was so wonderful and great. I thought, ah, this is a piece of cake, right? And I can be a mom, and then I still get my break. Right, exactly. Because because he he has shared custody, so the kids come back and forth uh, 50% of the time between our home and and their mom's home. And so... But then, you know, then life happens and family struggles happen and there's thing issues with kids and discipline and all that. And I had no idea how to navigate it. And so it it became, it started to become, you know, something something a little bit more difficult for me. And because I had no support network out there, I couldn't ask any, I mean, I could, yes, I turned to my mom and to my sister and, and to my friends for help. But they're very limited into what they can help me with because they only know the perspective of being a biological parent. Right, right. right? Not being uh, a step-parent who who basically is on the sidelines. So I thought, there is nothing. So for years, I navigated this by myself. Oh, that makes me feel like so lonely, right? Because <laughs> and, and, and I feel for Jed too because it, like in the fact that he doesn't he doesn't know how to support that either. I mean, it's a right. whole new, nobody right. can really, yeah. And that's it. He didn't have any supports on that end either because right. he doesn't know anyone who was a step-parent. Actually, I think he had one friend, but you know, not someone that he was really close. I think that he would feel vulnerable to right. tell him all the details. Yeah, so it was, it's, it was a tricky road. So we're literally figuring this stuff out as we went along. And we just went with mostly our gut of what we thought was is the right thing to do. And we just kind of plotted along our life. And I mean, for the most part, things worked and you kind of roll with it and some things didn't work. And we thought, oh crap, you know, that didn't work. Okay, let's try something else. And 
oh no, this just, this just went sideways. And so, okay, we're not doing that again. And so we did that, but it was through that I thought there has to be more out there. All the literature that I read was also very negative. On step parents, there's still this notion of a wicked stepmother. Right. Right. And there are a few books out there that try and uh, set the tone differently or try and debunk that. And uh, Step Monster is a good one. It gives you sort of the realities of what step parenting is actually like but then tries to put spins on it. So that's a, a pretty good one, but you know, that's one book out of nothing. So I decided when I became a coach, I'm going to add this to my practice because there really needs to be a lot of support out there and a lot more talk out there about about step parenting, about what is happening, about the struggles and the difficult times and and even sometimes just different ideas of what do I do in this situation? Because- right. Because if you've never been through this and you don't have anyone around you who's been through this, you don't know if what you're doing is going to work, is okay. And so if you have people who have other ideas of how to do things, it's great to bounce ideas off of each other. And it's funny because you have, you know, 10 million mom groups out there online. And if you're a new mom, you have tons of mom baby groups out there, but you don't have any stepmom groups out there. And if you do, they're all very closed. Uh, It's almost like a secret society. Well, and it's so crazy when you spell it out like that, because you're right. That's so, and and also what you've talked about too, is it doesn't have to all be negative either. There's positive things. And we actually just had a blog post on our website about that, if you want to check that out. Yeah, on our blog post, it's uh, the top five struggles and the top uh, best things about being a a step parent. What makes it all worth it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so you can check that out on our blog post. So all of that, so that's part of conscious coaching is one, talking about divorce, helping you work through it, helping you with your legal end and your legal aspect on it. There's a lot of legal coaching for those who are going through it that I work with you, but also for step parents to let's talk about things. Let's get the word out there. Um, let's help each other navigate the world of step parenting, which if anyone out there is a step parent, you will know. And my hat goes off to all step parents and not just because I'm one, <laughs> but it, it, my hat goes off to you. If you are navigating it and especially if you are doing well and, and you're happy, you've done a fantastic job already. Right. Yeah. Because there is not a lot of support. So you're, you're working it without anything. I just want to say that. But that's part of conscious coaching. So we're bringing all of that to you. And so that's my story. That's how I started. So I'm a divorcee. I'm on my third marriage. And uh, I know I, I feel like Elizabeth Taylor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe not as glamorous, but. <laughs> yes. Or um, I think um, Jackie, uh, Jackie O. Oh, yeah. She used to have a thing that was like your first marriage is for love and your last marriage is for companionship or something like that. She had this like little funny little thing, basically making lighthearted to the fact that she had been married several times and right. she, it works. Yeah. Right. You know, there's a lot of famous women out there who have been married a few times and I'll tell you this last love, he's gonna, He is my last love. Yes. He is the love and it's for companionship and love. So I get both in one. Well, and it's just, it is so great to see that you have had such a journey and that, you know, you've come out on top. And I think that that would be um, 
very hopeful and inspiring to a lot of your clients that you've worked with, just because you're not just um, a talking head. You've actually experienced these things. You know firsthand the emotions that go with them. Not saying everyone's are the same, but the fact that you can appreciate that it's not everyone's are the same and that to not put people in boxes. Yes, absolutely. You know, and like we said before, we both have been uh, divorced young and you typically get put in a box for right. that. And there's a lot of talk around that. People think, oh, people think, oh, well, that was inevitable. They're, they got married so young. How ridiculous, right? But well, really? Because I don't think that's the case. So don't put, don't put you in a box. And, and then when you get divorced and then, and then when you get remarried. So everyone likes, everyone likes to compartmentalize people. Right. And, uh, and it's really, life is so fluid and it, we're like rivers flowing, right? right. So you just kind of go with the flow and life happens. You're going to go, you're going to go through rough waters and <laughs> a lot of the time. And, but at some point you get into the calm, calm, open lake and that's all beautiful and bliss, right? Yes. So, so you have to go through the garbage to get to the, to get to the bliss, but, and that's okay. My thing, and even and with conscious coaching, and just what I believe is that you always come out at the end. Like people are survivors. Everyone, all of you out there, everyone is a survivor, and you're going to get through it. No matter what, you're going to get through it. As long as you look for the supports that are out there for you, and you get the help that you need and you want, you will survive it. And so, no matter what happens. It's all going to be good in the end. Right. Yeah. And I think too, from your, what you do and what conscious coaching does is we can be your advocate for that. Obviously you, you're the most important person in your life. You're the one that has to get through these tough times, but um, your kind of role and sort of what we promote is just wellness and personal health and being that positive kind of role in your life to keep people on track and everything like that, which I think that again, what we had talked about last week was you know, if you're sick, you see a doctor. If you have some sort of other injury, you see a certain specialist. If you're, you know, going through a tough time, you have a coach. Exactly. Yep. So that's it. We all need some help. So here, here I am. Here I am. Yeah, here I am. Oh. And you, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to, if you don't want any sessions, if you don't want to talk, just read the blogs. It could be as simple as that. Sometimes just reading things might uplift you in that day or might, give you a different perspective to look at. So even read the blogs or go or listen to the podcasts. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that can, that you can get uh, what you're looking for. You just have to kind of find it. And so we're here to bring some of that to you. February is our month of love and February is coming up very shortly. So we're going to talk a lot about love and relationships and communication uh, between young relationships, old relationships, even divorcing relationships, families, how that all works, how love connects and works. So we're going to bring all of that to you. Uh, you're going to hear from me, Lauren, and we may have a few uh, guest speakers to come in with us, a few of the podcasts. So stay tuned, continue to stay with us. We want to thank our friends from the Music Assembly for mm -hmm. all their wonderful music again. And where can they find us, Lauren? Um, again, you can find us on Facebook, which is Conscious Coaching, um, and also on our Twitter, Conscious Coaching, and our website. Also, we wanted to do one last plug for, um, like we had talked about and Leah had mentioned, um, we love hearing from you. So any step-parents out there, we'll have a survey that's on our Facebook. If you would like to um, participate and just kind of tell us um, a little bit more about your experiences, it's super helpful for us and all anonymous and we won't share out any information and it just, it just helps us out a lot. 
Right. That lets us know what step parents are looking for. So we then can provide the services that you need and are looking for, or even have the conversations that, that might help you. And uh, so, yeah, please go on to our Facebook page and do the survey, send it in, and we'll continue to have things like that as well. So we can bring you the topics and information that you want, want to know about. Right. So thank you again for joining yes, us at Conscious you. Corner. And we will talk to you again next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.